Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name's Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome back to Project Sports. We're here with another one with the 2021 playoffs. We're going to talk about NFL, EPL. I know it's been a while since there's been an episode, but I promise you this will be a good one. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate, Happy New Year. We've been away for a little bit, and we got a lot down coming for the pipeline for the NFL. So we're going to start there. I'll show Brady on the show today. He's coming back like normal. What's going on, Brandon? Same as- hey, so we got a couple of good matchups here. Uh, in this first wild card weekend, should be pretty good. We've been following all these teams pretty closely this year, uh, seeing the development of, you know, the, the the Browns coming into their own, the Buccaneers, you know, starting off in a in a new way this year, and some of the some of the return of you know the Chiefs going as the Super Bowl championships, Super Bowl championship, uh, making it a a seed first round, and also the Packers getting that first round uh, in the NFC. So. We're going to look into a matchup. The first game we're going to look up is going to be the L.A. Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe not the game that everyone's you know wanting to see in the first round, but definitely a game that's going to be marquee for both of these teams. I think for L.A., they're trying to you know get themselves back to a place where they can be respectable with their defense and Jared Goff and make you know a statement and take out the Seahawks. But do they really have a chance at beating Seattle at home is the real question. Uh, what's your thoughts on this one? I definitely do not think the LA Rams will be beating the Seattle Seahawks in this game. I think Seattle Seahawks are just way too good of a team. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying they're like a Super Bowl contender, but I think the LA Rams, yeah, they haven't been promising this year. So definitely, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks here. I know I'm from Seattle. I'm never, definitely not biased. I'm not a Seattle Seahawks fan. I am definitely nowhere near part of the number 12, but I think they will take the cake on this, surely. Yeah, it's the Russell Wilson aspect of the whole thing for for me playing at home having Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll it's too much I would be shocked if LA actually won um they have a decent defense and good defensive players but not together fully and they're not even as good as they were a couple years ago when they actually made the Super Bowl um it's probably not going to be a good weekend for them but it should still be a good matchup a good game but I'm going to lean the Seattle Seahawks as well on that matchup um yeah, so we're going to stick. Uh, you know, actually, no, let's flip over to the AFC. So we did one NFC matchup. Let's get over to the AFC. I'm going to say the least likely one that we'd talk about. Let's go Colts versus Bills. Now, you really like the Bills coming into the playoffs here, but this first matchup is very interesting. That Colts defense is really good, and the Buffalo offense is also really good. So we're going to see a really good game here, and I want to know what your prediction is for this matchup. Oh, so I'm not going to go any numbers because I think numbers are just way uh, it's too difficult and I won't definitely will not get it right. But I definitely watched the Bills a little bit in their last week 17 game and their offense is on fire. I have to say they are. It's incredible. It, it was like I would equate the Bills to the is the AFC and the Bucks with the receiving core on the NFC. They're about the same. But the Bills, I mean, their receiving core is just off the charts. They're the, it's, it's great watching them. I have to say it. So I'm going to go with the Bills 100 percent. It, yeah, without they, a doubt. The Bills offense, without a doubt. Colts have a good defense. I think this will be a very, very good matchup and a good game. Um, 
Buffalo Bills have a lot to prove uh, after, you know, winning the division against the Patriots, and they haven't won the division since, what, 95, um, since before I think the starting quarterback was even born. So I think that they want that, and I think they are really well-versed on both sides of the football, where sometimes the Colts kind of stall at certain points in the game I've seen throughout the season. So I'm going to lean Buffalo Bills as well, not just to side with you, but I also think that the Bills have a, a lot more to prove and to play for, and they're going to come out on top as well. Let's uh, let's switch. The red hot. The red hot. Yeah, let's let's switch over to the NFC. Back on the other side here, we got the Chicago Bears and the Saints. Who we got in this game? It's a joke. It's We're a, really talking about this game. Yeah, we we have to. We got to make a pick. We ha- we have to say Saints something any day about of the it. week. I could roll the dice a thousand times, and I'm going to pick the Saints a thousand times. <laughs> so you, you just don't believe in the Chicago Bears and Mitchell Trubisky, huh? The Dolphins could beat the Bears, right? <laughs> Dolphin, the Dolphins are a good team this year. <laughs> Yeah, I know. They were a good team. Not good enough. 10 and 6. I stayed in the Chicago Bears. Uh, yeah, yeah. Saints. Sorry, sorry. Saints, I had to do it. Saints for sure. We're not going to waste a lot of time on this one. You know what, Bears? Prove us wrong, you know? Just sit, back and, sit back and have a cigar next week after we're totally completely wrong about this. But I just think it's too much, and the Saints are going to win this pretty handily as well. Um, maybe we might get to our first disagreement here. Maybe, maybe not. Actually, no. I don't think we will. I think we'll be on the same page with this one as well, unfortunately. We're going to come to some disagreements down the line here. But for the first one, we got Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans. And I think I know who we're both picking here. L- oh, I'm hear. picking the Titans any day of the week. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and I'm After definitely I saw them light up the Colts, it's the Titans. Yeah, I, I'm definitely on the Titans bandwagon, too. I think they're a solid team all around in every every form of the game. And I really like Tannehill, the way he's playing. Their, their uh, wide receiver, A.J. Brown, is, is a beast. Their running back is a beast. I just think everyone's playing well, and there's a big uh, there's, a, there's another whole side to this where we don't really believe in Lamar Jackson. Again, have a cigar yeah. next week if you prove uh, us wrong, but uh, we just don't believe. No, so what I have to say, in I Lamar, have to, I have to get my two cents in here. Go I got to get my two cents in here. Yeah, go ahead. If the Titans stop Lamar Jackson's run game, the game will be over. If they can't stop that, then the Baltimore Ravens will win. But I think they're drafting something up to stop that because that's what that's like the. Hardest thing the Baltimore Ravens have is like, go. Oh, you can't stop him. Lamar Jackson. He can throw the ball barely, but he can just run around all the players. And no team wants to stop a running quarterback. I don't know. QB spy him. Figure it out. <laughs> Sorry, run a nickel. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. But it, I think if they stop the run game of Lamar Jackson, it's over. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, we'll move on from that game too because Titans. Uh, I'm for it. I'm on the same great, page great as him. Team. Great team. I think they're going to edge out. I also hate the Ravens, but I give them respect. They've had a good season. I just don't think they're going to beat the Titans. Uh, let's move back over to the NFC now. We're going to go Buccaneers and the Washington football team. We'll talk a little bit of a pregame about this one, okay? So, you know, let's yeah. give our thoughts and opinions about the whole Giants and Eagles and Washington football team scenario. So oh, we got to watch. I love this. First, we got to watch the, the dismantle of that entire division, and it was great. This, this past weekend was probably the best part of the in week 17, whereas we first watched the Cowboys go down and not be able to make the playoffs at all. Then we watched the Giants celebrate, thinking that they had a chance, and they, you know, they won a close game against the Cowboys. And then we watched the Eagles pull Jalen Hurts. They barely won that game. Yeah, they barely won that game. Then we watched the Eagles pull Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter, was it? The beginning of the fourth, right? And the Washington football team went on to win the game, and it looks like the Eagles didn't want to try. 20-13. So a lot of people were upset about it. How, how did you feel about this situation? 
I'm, I mean, being a lovely <laughs> Eagles fan, I think the whole div- division is just irrelevant, and I think everyone knows the team that wins the division is one and done. Just look at the record. And for the, like, I really, I have to say this, I really love the Giants coming out and be like, oh, I would never just stop playing a football game. First of all, you're not on the football team. You're not the head coach of the football team. You're not making any decisions on the football team. Not to mention, you want to be in the playoffs, just win more games. Yeah, it's simple. I mean, the Chicago Bears are 8-8. Eight and eight. So I'm all playoffs. I'm all for the Washington football team having a legitimate thing. Anyone starts talking about an asterisk, it's like, all right, guys, you know, Whatever. like like Brandon just said, win a football seven game. Seven to nine. Seven to nine. Yeah. Do better. I'm sorry. Yeah. You didn't make it. Who you cares? can't you can't rely on, on week another 17 team football to win games. or lose. Come on. You can't rely on yeah, I talked to the team. Browns about that. You know what I mean? Like they had to be eleven and five to make the playoffs. They the had playoffs. to be eleven and five. Had to, to make the playoffs. So stop complaining. Exactly. All you Giants fans. And anyone who's just being you know, on the outside looking in as a third party and trying to say that they don't deserve it. Stop. You're wasting your time. I have a strong opinion about this one. It's just they deserve Same. it. They want no absolutely. And even if even if the coach's decision was to like tank the game to get a better um draft pick, it doesn't matter because you should have won more games. Yep. Boom. Finished. Should have been it. With all that said, I'm picking the Buccaneers in this game to beat the Washington football oh, team. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I mean, I mean, I know one of the Washington football team was like, I'm the rookie. I'm coming for you, Tom Brady. Yeah, you better put out a search party because you can get lit up. That offense is crazy. But the, bu- the Buccaneers are reminding me, not just because they have Brady, and obviously I am a Patriots fan. I'm going to say that before I say oh, all this. God, here you we can, go. You can call me biased. But I'm, I'm going to – we've seen this time and time again, Brandon, in the playoffs over the years since we've watched football, teams who start to peak towards the end of the season – normally play very well in the playoffs and they become scary teams not only that it's not just a team peaking we thought this team was going to be like this all year and they're peaking at the right moment and uh, people need to be scared of the tampa bay buccaneers absolutely and, and take them very seriously because this offense is ramping up and they're really starting to fire in all cylinders they scored the most points Deep. through the whole for uh throughout the whole season this year and brady is looking vintage and he is killing it he's he he is doing just as well as he did in that season where he broke the record for with Randy Moss. Um, for I mean, the most, most his offensive repertoire is incredible. It's so. wild. And not only that, I would argue he has now more weapons than he did back then. You have A.B., Godwin, and Mike Evans. And those are just your wide receivers. I mean, that's insane. I mean, the defense is, not, is a little bit lacking. That's the only thing that worries me. So the offense really just has to, like, put up as much points as possible. But, I mean, they're capable. I would agree. All right, so now we got one more matchup in the wild card round. I'll save the best for last. This game should be amazing and probably the toughest game for us to pick. It's the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me your thoughts. I think, yeah, I have to come in here. I'm swift. And um, I know this podcast will air hopefully soon. But um, the Browns head coach has coronavirus. Uh, So the Steelers have won the game. The Steelers have won the game. They, they they cannot adapt and overcome. They are subdued to Corona just like that. They've it's been over. actually they've had a lot of issues with I mean, Corona the past couple of weeks. It's just just it's, ruined the playoffs. It is it's ruined the playoffs. I mean, I don't know if it's you know like that. I think that I mean, actually it hopefully might, they win. But my perspective is it could empower them to overcome uh, this scenario. So I'm not saying that that's going to happen. They also rested uh, Ben Roethlisberger. They actually just played in the final week against each other, got a load of good reps in. I'm actually going to say that the Browns are going to win, so I'm glad that we're we're on opposite sides what? here. The Cleveland You're Browns crazy. 
are going to win this game. Wild What's card your score weekend. Line? I don't have a score line. I'm not giving a score line. Don't do that to me. I don't have a score line. Sorry. Just like you don't have one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, so it's, it's a hard call. I mean, wild card. I'm I'm picking the Browns to go through. So we're gonna if do this. Win, if they win that game, oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh wow! So let's I'll be talking about it forever. So let's keep going. We're we're in the <laughs> divisional sure. round now. So we've picked. We'll we'll try to keep it from different scenarios. Uh, but we we both picked. So we picked Seahawks and Saints in the divisional round. We're gonna stick to this matchup here. Seahawks and Saints in the divisional round. Who do you have going to the NFC Championship game out of this matchup? The Saints. Wow. Wait, okay. is Kamara? Wait, Kamara's benched, isn't he? He's wait, he, he has coronavirus, also, doesn't he, he? He has Corona as well. I don't know if it's going to last that long, though. You're talking about a couple weeks. He he had it last week. You think it will be? He'll be. She should test I, negative he, by then. Yeah, hopefully. Okay, then I'm saying I'm going to say the Saints anyway. I don't think the Seahawks are good enough. Wow. Okay. Okay. DK Look Metcalf the lost to like Russell Wilson. You're being disrespected right here on Project Sports. I love it. No, they're a great team. They're, well, they're he's like whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> First of all, don't, <laughs> don't be saying none of that. <laughs> Those are both great players, but I just don't think their defense can withstand Drew oh, Brees. Okay, oh, it's all right. It's all right. All right. So we're I'm not disrespecting them. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take the Saints on this one too, just because it will be a home game for them. Oh. So I, I also agree, but. Maybe for a little bit different reason. I think it's going to be a great game no matter what. It's probably going to come down to the wire for that one. Um, let's flip over to the flip side here for the divisional matchup between who's going to win the uh, Buffalo Bills. And for both these games, let's just break down what we think. So for me, it's going to be the Browns and the Bills. So for me, I do think that the Bills are also going to beat the Browns to make it to the AFC Championship game. I'm just going to give a quick excerpt. I just think that they're a better team overall, and the Cleveland Browns don't have enough in their tank to beat that team because that's like I think the, the Buffalo Bills are a complete Ooh. team, and they're going to go to the AFC Championship out of that side. But you have the Steelers and Bills, so give them your pick on, on your matchup here. I mean, I think it's the Bills, of course. I mean, I'm not even going to blink an eye. Like I already told you, I think the Bills have the best. I mean, I think they're one of the best teams in the AFC right now. So Pittsburgh Steelers are fake. That's that's my problem in the, the wild card. They're they're fake. They lost a lot of games fake. at the end of the season. We talked. We said we had conversations in the beginning of the year. Remember when they said, "Oh, they're 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 eight and zero. They're nine and zero. They're ten and zero." And I was like, "Yeah, but they, this they team is barely so win. This team is so fake. They're they're beating on teams that are trash, and some of their wins that were close were." a little bit lucky they were kind of pretenders just a couple offensive weapons that looked nice but they came back down to earth and were started getting beat would they lose three games in a row at the end of the season it's just it well, it's actually bad. four actually right yeah because they lost the last game they lost four games yeah. in a row it's terrible yeah. all right let's move into the first seeds here we go so we I both agreed it. that the titans are coming out on top and that the kansas city chiefs will be playing them who is coming out of this game Will Casey go down you know, one and done, or will the Titans prevail and play in the AFC Championship game? I think if the Titans have play a good game, they're winning this game. They have a chance. It's Chiefs. I, 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 oh, absolutely. I think so as well, and I think the Titans are out to prove themselves what? this year. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to disagree with you. I think the same only because oh, I, I think Casey is going to get caught off guard. They are high on a, on a mountain right now, and and they won the Super Bowl last year. I know this is a hot take. It's got to be a hot take. And we're both on the same page with this. We haven't talked about this, so this is actually kind of cool that we're thinking the same wavelength here. For me, this is where you kind of get caught. They didn't play a game. 
They won't play a game in the the wild card matchup, barring a massive injury again for like a couple injuries on the Titans during the Baltimore game. If they are good to go, I think that the Titans have a better chance of making the AFC Championship over KC. I know a lot of people are not going to be like, "Oh, that's th- I disagree." They they almost lost to the Falcons. What are you talking about? I know. KC without you know maybe that extra week will give them a good time, but I think it will work against them. I think the Titans are ready for blood and they're ready to go to that champion, AFC Championship game. They want they want a Super Bowl as well. I think you know. I think they're going to be honest. Hungry. I think Baltimore or Tennessee would be Chiefs at the moment. I'm honest. Wow. Anybody coming out of that bracket, I, 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 I'm honest. I don't think the Chiefs are up to it. I think you're correct. I think, the I think they're too high. Stuff. They're too high on a mountain. They're full of themselves. And I, I think that they think they're going to be the next dynasty. There's too much talking about it. You know, when you normally when you see dynasties, they're normally, you know, all business, all quiet. They're too boisterous. And I think that they're going to fall before they can rise again. I think that they'll be contenders for years to come. But for right now, I think they're too high, too high on themselves. And they're going to get bumped. And I'm liking that. Yeah. I'm liking that a lot. I like our wavelength on that. That was great. All right. Final matchup. I'm just being Big honest. matchup. This is what I, I, I wanted this. Away. I want this so bad. I really want this game so bad just to watch Brady and Rodgers play off in a, in a playoff game. It's never happened. We, I've yeah. wanted a Super Bowl for years against these two, but now they're on the same side. They can have a playoff matchup against each other. This is amazing. I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to light it up. Uh, I'm going to let you go first. You pick a Buccaneers. It's the Buccaneers. Any day of the week, bro. Come on, the Pack. Well, where are the Packers? You understand I mean, what we're doing here, right? We are literally bumping first two, like the number one seeds on both sides of the bracket. I don't think, I don't think the, I don't mean, we're talking about the NFC here, okay? Like, I'm so sorry, but the NFC is the worst. I mean, oh my God, I can't even, like throwing my hands up in the air. I wish you guys could see this. The NFC is horrible. What are the Packers? You know what I mean? Continue, the, Packer, the Packers are a good team. They just they're they're, they're very much great they, team. They remind me of the Steelers a little bit in this year. They are good. They are better than the Steelers. Pretenders, but they're pretenders, pretenders. a little bit. And, and I I think that the Buccaneers can come out on top on this game, and they're going to be sent to the NFC Championship game. All right, absolutely. This is this is a no brainer. So we we've got our final four that we actually agree on. We got the Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, Buccaneers, and the Saints. So here we go. We'll start with the AFC. Titans, Bills. Who goes to the Super Bowl against in this matchup? He's taking the Bills it's quickly. Bills. Oh, absolutely. They, Bills. They've I'm been a great team all year. Super Bowl. Wow. They're making you know, it back. They're making it back. Brandon's I'm picking loving, them. I'm loving the Bills. I'm loving the Bills. I think this will be a very close game if this is the actual matchup. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Tennessee Titans. I'm going to tell you why. What? Uh, I'm going to tell you why. What? Titan- oh, my goodness. Titans are hungrier. They have great coaching. And I think that the Bills will will pop up short this year. And I and I think that they're it's going to put a fire in them for a couple of years to come. But I don't think the Bills have enough to, to win a championship. What? And I, th- I think this is where what? they will flake out. I don't think they're ready to go all the oh. way. The, the, they are a very good football team. And they're going to prove themselves a little bit here, but I think the Tennessee Titans are going to go to the Super Bowl. You're honestly, hurting. yeah, I'm I'm going with it, and and I'm strong about it too. I mean, oh my, really? Yep. Oh man, and and I'm shocked. I know you are. I'm shocked. But this is this is how it has to be. This is this is oh how it has to be. I think oh that the coaching, goodness. the coaching, the defense, the offense is just really strong, and I think I would be. Beside myself, if I didn't, if I didn't pick this, so I'm. Um, uh, I really like this as an AFC uh, championship game. It's going to be exciting. I hope this is the matchup that we get. 
other than I'd be really happy if the Browns made the AFC Championship game. But I really hope that we get a Tennessee Titans-Buffalo Bills matchup. All right, let's flip to the other side. So this can't be real. We got the Bucks. I'm Wait, so you want shocked. to talk about it? You're all right. I'm I'm just shocked. Now go on, go on. I'm shocked. I'm we got shocked. the we got the Bucks and the Saints. Now this is just this is this is great. You know the Saints beat the Bucks twice this year, and now we both got them picked for the NFC Championship game. Who do we got going in to the Super Bowl? Stew Brees' last year. <laughs> so you're picking who? It could be Brady's last year too. What kind of logic is this? <laughs> This guy could get injured, you know. Yeah, they're yeah, both they're true. both old farts. Battle of the old I'm gonna have farts. to I'm gonna have to hear your pick and your justification for your pick before I tell you mine. So for for me, uh, the reason why I'm picking the the Buccaneers to go all the way to the Super Bowl only because I think like they're peaking at the right time. You told me this, you know, a few weeks ago, and I would have told you that the Saints, the the Packers, and maybe the Seahawks would make the the Super Bowl. But the timing of all this happening where the, the Bucks seem to be getting better, they're not going on the bye, they're still going to be fine-tuning, and they look better than other teams. I've seen it time and time again where teams peak at the end of the year and they just go in firing. Those teams become Can scary. Can some examples? Oh, for example, the New York Giants when they beat the undefeated Patriots. And then also when they beat the Patriots in 2011, both those teams came in at the end of the season and they started to play really well. That Giants team was a wild card team, and they were they were, they were struggling. They were seven and nine, but what happened was they won a lot of games towards the end of the year, and when they were in the playoffs, they started to peak. And when teams peak when they're going into the playoffs, it, it bodes very well for them. Same thing with the Saints when they went on their Super Bowl run back in was it two thousand nine? Yeah, two thousand Colts or what? Yeah, yeah. And but the reason why the Saints were so good, they were a good team overall, but they also peaked. And a lot of teams that that win, you know. They have good good uh, teams in December. A lot of the teams you see get bumped are normally the teams that have bad Decembers. That's why we both don't believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? I mean, we've seen time Absolutely and time not. again. Anyone who have a, has a bad December normally gets bumped pretty early. That's why I think the Bills will go far. The Titans will go far. And the Chiefs have skidded and you know wavered a little bit, which is why I made my pick that way. So I, I kind of go based off what are you like you know, in the present, you know, because – you know who your football team is in December is, is a mantra that we've been taught in New England and learning from Bill Belichick. He always speaks about this. He always says, you know, you know who you are by the time December hits and you know who you are when the weather gets the weather gets bad. You know, everyone's banged up. You kind of know who you are as a team, what your limitations are. Everyone in the league knows who you are as a team. And when you when you're the Buccaneers and they can't stop you. You know what happens? They started to fine tune. Drew Brees has been with the Saints for years. OK. When we talked about this at the beginning of the year, where Tampa Bay has not. They've been trying to get to know each other. They've been trying to, you know, be cohesive, that chemistry, that team. They, they found it. Luckily, they found it right at the end of the season. And this is bad timing for the rest of the league. So they could make the Super Bowl. All right. So what is your pick now? But I, I explained all no, that. I was going to go Buccaneers as well. but uh, <laughs> You jerk. <laughs> but anyway, whatever. It makes for great content. So we have a Buccaneers and for you also, you're picking the Bills. You have a Buccaneers-Bills Super Bowl, which is uh, quite impressive. And then I have a Titans versus Buccaneers Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, and who's your pick to win? Tell me it. Come on, I need to hear it is. My Atlanta. So my heart obviously wants you know, Brady and the Buccaneers to win. 
Um, in, your, in, your, in your scenario, I'm going to pull up your scenario because I do believe in your, your path and your scenario that you created. I do believe that the Buffalo Bills have a chance to win the Super Bowl. If they're the ones that go there, I think that they are going to win the Super Bowl. But if they meet the Titans, I think that the Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl. I also have another path where, based on what I think, is that the Packers will win the Super Bowl as well. I don't believe that the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl at all. I would be devastated. Oh, my goodness. for me, in my matchup that I picked, Buccaneers versus Titans, I would pick the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl. Call me a homer, baby. Call me a homer. Let's go. But that's who I pick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I would agree. In my scenario, I'm picking the Bills any day of the week, and this is why I think the Bills, I think they're just too – like, after I watch them – I mean, I watched them periodically throughout the season, and then like in week seventeen, where they just lit up, lit it up, and I was like, "Ooh, this is scary," you know, like this is this is not okay. Because they were just steamrolling. Who did they play? The Jets. They were like steamrolling them. I was like, "Oh my, this is dangerous." I mean, okay, the Jets aren't that good, but the Jets were like picking up some steam, and the, Jets, the Bills were like, "No, you're not." <laughs> Sorry, sit back down. All right, so we got our Super I Bowl mean, matchup had, here, and yeah, who who you prediction? You know, we'll do this again once we get to the you know the actual Super Bowl. We know we find out who it is, but so we we have these teams winning the Super Bowl. Who's your NFL uh, MVP for the Super Bowl? Not the season Super Bowl NFL MVP. And for me, I'll tell you mine first. It will be Antonio Brown. He will win the MVP for the Super Bowl. It, it's just a, legal a, trouble. a story that you can't stop. And it will be something. He'll have like twelve catches, and Brady will throw two touchdowns to him, and it'll be glorious. Who's yours? Is it going to be Stefan Diggs? Or is it going to be Allen, the quarterback? Or is it going to be Brady? I don't know. know. Who is I it? I mean, I don't know. I think it's, it's, this is all, it's really hard for me to call like MVP because I think it's on we're, any given we're, day, we're, you know. So, yeah, well, we're going to find out what the matchup is and then we'll go back to this. We'll do it again when we actually know what the matchup for the Super Bowl is. But, you know, give us your thoughts. Yeah, Allen for, for the Bills. I mean, I think the Bills are going to win Super Bowl. I'm honest. I think they're going to win Super Bowl. I think they're just too good of a team. I like your confidence. People are, yeah. You know what I think the big problem is? I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Bills. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Bills because you know, no one like everyone knows the Bills like have a good record, but no one's like, oh wow, the Bills are good. No, the Bills are really good. This is my. I mean, like if you want to compare them to like the Steelers or the Colts or the Ravens, I mean, they're just way better. I'm honest. I'm gonna say it. I will laugh so hard if they get bumped in the first round. Or I'd be devastated. I'd be, uh, oh my gosh! I mean, it would be totally my pick, you know. Like, yeah, course. right. <laughs> All right. I mean, if I if I had to like choose at heart, once again, if I had to choose at heart, I would say I want the Browns to win the Super Bowl badly, but it's just not gonna. The road there is way too tough, and it's a good luck. My heart and my logic points me to the Buccaneers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is this is a problem. This is a problem. I hate being that guy, but this is just what I think. Sorry, can't change it. Are you a New England fan? <laughs> I can't answer that question right now. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's tra- let's transition out of the 2020 playoffs. We're going to return every week to make these picks. I'm also in the process of moving halfway across the world. So episodes might become scarce, but I'll do what I can with what I have. Uh, we're going to move to the EPL because there's a lot of the English Premier League and whatever other soccer league we dive into. But um, I guess we'll start off with the transfer market thing that we saw today. I mean, that's... I mean, that's probably the most fun topic to, to bring up. Let me pull that up here real quick. So um, I sent a little transfer market graphic to Brandon earlier today, and we started chatting about it, and he had some strong thoughts on it. I thought it was hilarious right off the bat because there's just some things on here that, you know, 
jump right out at you. So for people that don't know or don't follow the Premier League, we'll explain it to you a little bit. So pretty much is the transfer market that they come out with just to rate the players and how much they're worth and their value based on talent and talent alone. And no, it's the players of the world. It's players of the world. I said that on purpose to get you frustrated. So yeah, it's the players of the entire world. And it puts a, just a number of how much Sorry. that player is worth. So there's a list. It's the top 10. And I'll name off the list before we start talking. And number one came in at Manchester United is Marcus Ratchford for $150 million. Uh, Holland, for, who plays for Dortmund, came out with $137 uh, million. Trent from Liverpool, uh, $137 Bruno Fernandes, Manchester United, $136. Kylan Mbappe from PSG, $135. Jaden Sancho from Borussia Dortmund, $134. Joa Felix from Atletico Madrid at $128. Davies from Bayern Munich, Canadian, $126. Raheem Sterling, Man City, 124, and Kai Havertz from Chelsea at 123 million. So this is the top 10 list, which I would say is you know mostly <laughs> younger players who you know have a high ceiling of return. And so for me, I was very happy that Trent was even on the list. And you know people are you know smart. Brandon actually thinks Trent should be higher, which is great to hear from him. But what's your what's your biggest? Let's start here. Don't break the whole thing down. What's your disagreement? Name one player. You think that needs to be moved to a different slot or even off the table altogether? Go. Kai Havertz. At number 10. He needs to be off the table. <laughs> he needs to be off the table. He needs to be long away from the table. First okay. Of all. Now, my okay. second. Anybody, my second any, let, me, let me have a follow up question. Let's take it easy. Let's take it slow. Let's enjoy this. Uh, all right. So, if you're taking okay. Kai Havertz off the list, who are you putting on the list? And that 10 spot or whatever other spot you want to bump. You're bumping him off. Who are you going to put on that list that deserves to be on that list? Kai Averts is a young talent, but is there someone else that deserves it more? To be, like, to, to be a uh, prospect it's, it's on there. It's a tough there. one. It's tough. It's Mason, tough. Mason Greenwood. Too young. I don't know. Just came on Mason Mount. <laughs> Mason Mount. That's a good one. For example, you know, I mean, we're talking about Raheem Sterling, who's 24. So, I mean, you could put anybody on that list. Just, you know, uh, <laughs> Leroy Sané, for example. I mean, come on. Look what he's from Munich. Let's talk about it. Yeah, but I think probably the injury part of him coming off injuries probably makes his value lower. He has to prove himself again a yeah. little bit. That's probably sure. why he's not on the list, but I would agree. Yeah. Um, Disappointed. Mm, all right. So maybe not off the list, but who is too high on the list? Give me the top two. <laughs> Marcus Rashford or Erling Holland. Like, come on. Like, oh. This is silly. Even Bruno Fernandez. Like, okay, he's actually pretty good, but I mean, like, come on. Actually pretty like, good. He has this re- is just, this Listen. This is hype. This it, is hype. It look, should, Bruno Fernandez is where he belongs, but Rashford, absolutely not. I would say Bruno Fernandez has literally changed Manchester United in a massive way. Not Mark, definitely not Marcus Rashford, huh? You didn't say his name. He's just interesting. He's a was strong, interesting. He's a strong striker. Yeah, I, I've exactly. con- I did concede a little bit. He should not be at the top of the list in our conversation earlier. He should, he should be on the list, but he should not be on the top. He should not be on the top. Like he, if, you, if I opened this list and showed you Raheem Sterling on the top, would you like be like, you're kidding me? You'd be kidding me. This is what you'd say. It's a joke. It's it's Mar- like. Marcus Rashford for me is he's a great striker, but we've obviously seen in the past where either in big moments or the consistency is not there yet, but he is a great young talent. And I think that's what the market value is for based on his talent and what he could be and where he could go. So he's I think that's why he's at that spot. pounds above the, above the second slot. He's a goal 13 scorer. Million. And that helps. Oh my goodness. Bruno Fernandez is a playmaker. Trent is a playmaker. 
I think that's why they're not above him. Okay. But I guess the big one on here is Kylan Mbappe, and you think he's in the right spot or should be lower, right? Is that what you said? Kylian Mbappe? Or should he be higher? He should be way higher on this list. I mean, actually, to be honest, he plays for PSG. He's not really trying to, he's not looking to move. But in reality, we know he has like one of the biggest contracts in football. So, I mean, he's worth way more than what this is saying, regardless. Yeah, this but is a weird, I, this is a weird take on this, yeah. though. Like, are, I definitely, are I definitely es- think. Are you essentially saying that he is better than Marcus Rashford with this list? Absolutely, right? the thousand, a thousand times over. This, but that's I, what this. I would say Kylian Mbappe is literally the next Ronaldo. No, I know, but that's, but this is what this is saying. This list says that Marcus Rashford is worth and has more value than Kylian Mbappe. Absolutely, absolutely not. This is, in my opinion, this is completely wrong. I just throw that out the window. I would never even say that. I would say it doesn't come close. So this list is just a joke, pretty much. At Sky Sports, what did you say? <laughs> no, but I mean, in, in all reality, I mean, I think. Yeah, but this is per CIES football observ- observator. So this is actually from the transfer market, like the people that actually put it out. Sky yeah. Sports, you know, sponsored the Instagram photo of that course, we took. So giving, giving them. I mean, it's a legitimate source. Shade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but I definitely think, like, you know, I think Mbappe is a really good player, and he's, I mean, he's proved himself on the national stage, and I mean, the league stage as well. I mean, he plays really well in the French league. Everyone wants a discount. I know everyone likes a discount on all these leagues, but bear in mind, okay, I want you to keep this. This is very important. Kylian Mbappe led AS Monaco to the French league title. Okay, just remember this. That was, he He made that team at 17 years old to the to the final. He won a French league with that team. I think people forget it. That's true. I mean, and where are they at? I don't forget it because you tell me all the time when you start talking about Mbappe. But it's I'm honest, true. and it's some, it, I see it, and I'm just like, okay, so he made that team. I mean, okay, there was a bunch of other players on that team, but still he was like the – I mean, he's putting the balls in the back of the net. Without him, you're not going to win games. So, I mean, let's so talk about it. Let's just – if someone gave me like – you know, told me like, hey, create a, you know, a top ten list of most valuable, you know, just like they did here, I honestly I, – I probably naturally I would have started – oh, what's your number one? I'm not going to lie. I probably would have said Mbappe. I mean, I don't understand why he's not higher on this list, just in general, because I know people have multiple. Like you're not going to put Trent number one? I know. But I, I just don't understand why Mbappe is not higher. And then Trent is at three. He should be higher because he should be the most coveted talent. You should be trying to get him so much. I, I don't understand why people don't understand. Like, why don't you get this? Like, he... Just watch Liverpool play. When they play well, it's you know Trent is delivering crosses in constantly, making everyone else around him better. He's Great a player. He's a young talent you would want to sign on your team, whether Liverpool retains him or another team goes after him and whatever. It is different. So Jaden Sancho, let's talk about him a little bit. You don't think he should be on this list, or you think he's he's fine to be on this list, or is he is that a bad you price? Know, I think. I mean, I think his. He, he, he's reasonable. He's really he's a really great player, and he's young still. So I think he deserves to be on the list. But I mean, when it, this is what I want to put into perspective, also for just for people listening, Kylian Mbappe is one hundred thirty-five million pounds, or one hundred thirty-five point four million pounds, and then Sancho is one hundred thirty-four point five million pounds. And I want you guys to think. I mean, just for the listeners in general, um, do you think they're within a million pounds of each other? Because I do not. I mean, mm. I think Sancho is a really great player, but this is where I think the list is completely off because it's like, okay, you're going to compare Mbappe to Sancho? Like, get out of my face. That's that's a really Come good on. point. That's one that you really can't... Imp- yeah. That's one you can't really argue. I think, he's, I think he deserves to be on the list. I'll tell you this, but I don't think... I mean, like, 
He the, should be where Kai Havertz is, for example. So what's with your his, with his? What's your problem with Holland then? Why can't? No, I think he. I think he's a good player, and but I think there's a, a lot of hype around him, and you have to also take into consideration he really hasn't been. I mean, he's been playing at a top level for a long time, but like, look at his progression through the ranks. Like, he played at RB Salzburg, and he was like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, personally, I live in Austria just for people to so they know it. And like, RB Salzburg wins the Austrian league every single year, like, without even thinking about it. It's like just taking a walk. It's like them winning the Austrian Bundesliga. So this is irrelevant. Ooh, sorry, I should Bundesliga, whatever. So for him to go to Salzburg and then go to Dortmund, it's just like, okay, he hasn't really. I mean, what is he, you know? I mean, Dortmund's a good team, but you have to remember, like, we talked about this earlier today. It's like playing the bottom of the table in the Bundesliga is like playing nothing. It's like playing lower than the EFL. Of course, he's scoring great goals. And yeah, he scored good goals in, like, the Champions League and other, excuse me, a couple other scenarios. But, I mean, in all reality, I don't, I wouldn't put him number two in the world. I wouldn't put him number two. I don't think he's that far off. I think he's definitely a coveted player that deserves a lot of value. People are going to want him just based on his... His size, he's a big striker. He scores powerful goals. He's very attractive as a player. I think that's why he's so high up there. I think a little bit like, you know, maybe 131, 132 million as far as like based on this list and where the numbers are, a little bit lower, maybe yet yeah, not at number two, but he's still he's still that huge high-end, high-reward talent. But do you think he's going to... Do you think he's going to be play well if he goes to the Premier League? Or I mean, he's not going to the Prem. That's you not know say, that. You know he's not going to. The I know, but I'm just, we know we know exactly where he's going. I would be surprised where? if he didn't go anywhere else besides staying on Dortmund or to Bayern Munich. It just seems like it's it's in the stars, and he's not going to. He's not going to wait. Leave. I'll throw you. I'll throw you for a world. Think about this one. Him Let's going see. to AC Milan. Oh. No, I can't see that. I, if have I did you, see him going somewhere, it would be Real. I saw I, have Madrid. He'd be go to have Real you Madrid. Seen AC Milan playing lately. I understand that. I just They're think that phenomenal Real Madrid would be a better fit for him. City culture, really? the way he carries himself. Yeah, I think that that his type of talent and uh, Real's probably going to make some moves to you know better their team, and they need that striker, that scorer, and I think that's the type of player they would go for. Holland seems like a perfect fit for me for Real Madrid. That's just me. I think that that's the type of player. And then I think if Bayern, Music, Bayern Munich gets a hold of him first, they will. They'll take him away from Borussia Dortmund. There's no problem. It's, it's, that's just yeah. what it is. So It's like they do every time. Yeah. I mean, this list is is whatever. I think it's it's pretty cool to see you know what, what they have for the market out there and see what the, some of the players' value is. It is not the greatest constructed list. It's very biased based on... Maybe things that they know and we don't, you know, what other, also what other GMs and, and people mm-hmm. in operations of soccer and, and football around Europe think of these players, because that, too, we're not seeing. And that could be the reason why they have them listed like this. And maybe that's telling us something that we don't know. But, you know, you know, to be a little humble about it, like we don't know everything. But it's true. The inside information of like, you know, how they talk about players, if they're respectable and who they are as people and why their value is so high, which is something that you talked about. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that is dictating. Maybe it's not just the, you know, the talent of the player, but maybe it's, you know, like you had mentioned when our conversation we were talking about, if it had to do with their attitude and who they were as a person, if they were mature enough and ready for this, you know, that next step to be bought by a big club, things like that. Some of them already play for big clubs, so. And pretty much all of them do, but they'll definitely be moved yeah. in their careers. And you know, how much will they be worth? 
you think right. there's going to be any big players coming in the transfer window? Um, probably. May, maybe Messi. Right, I know it's a big question. I, but. Maybe Messi, but I, I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, maybe Man City is, they seem to be playing well. Maybe they make a run here because Liverpool seems, let's transition to the EPL. So Man City seems to be Sorry. playing super well. Their defense is playing well. They don't let in a lot of goals. Um, you know, maybe, you know, that's that's where we kind of, you know, veer off. Maybe they need an extra piece. Man City brings in Messi. But then again, Messi says all these nice things, and then he'll throw shade. He throws says all these nice things, throw shade. So I don't know. I don't know. Will he move? I don't know. He keeps saying that I've played there since I was a kid. All right, Messi, what does that mean, dude? Like, are you leaving or you're not? You know, you you are Barcelona, but it's, are you going to do something to better your career or are you just going to live on the fact that you want to play for Barcelona your, Barcelona your whole career? Because right now Barcelona is just not playing as well as it could be. You know, but we'll see. I think the Champions League, I think he's probably going to give it one more go and he'll he'll transfer out in the summer. So I don't think he'll transfer out now. He's giving it one more year. I think it's a waste, to be honest. But, I mean, there will definitely be transfers. Will there be a big one? I don't know. I think a lot of the big transfers happened already because we had such a short window and a lot of moves were made. Maybe Liverpool might make a move to win because they might need a couple extra pieces. But that's short-minded, and Liverpool doesn't really think like that. Like, I think Liverpool would rather throw the season and not make a bad financial decision. You know what I mean? Like, I think that they'd be like, all right, well, we're just not yeah, going to win. They spend a bunch of money. Yeah, I don't think – that's why I don't think that they'll actually do it. They're not going to go in – yeah, they, they got some midfielders. They got Thiago. They, they made some moves already. I don't think that they're willing because Van Dijk already went down. It's like, well, you know, why would we waste money? We won the Champions League. We won the EPL in the past couple of years. We'll take this year off. Van Dijk's hurt. Other players got hurt. They're in and out. There's with all that adversity, they're still at the top of the table. They've played one more game than the United, but that's not the point. Um, I mean, so we'll, we'll see. Actually, on Sunday, United and Liverpool. Which, what's your thoughts on this game? Do you think Man U will actually come out on top and beat Liverpool here? I mean, it all depends on Liverpool's form, to be honest. It, because they're a better I mean, team. Manchester United just lost to Man City, so I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, they're a better team for sure. The Liverpool is, even with their hurt, which United has a lot of young talent. But that I mean, Rashford's is the best player in the world, so I'd watch out. <laughs> but. It's Mason Greedwin, man. A couple of years, that kid's going to take over, I'm telling you. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, I know, uh, Liverpool lost to Southampton, so I don't know. You know, this is just, I know. It's, it's whichever way the coin drops that day. But Liverpool always tends to play really well against big clubs. Anytime they drop games, it's usually to a, a smaller team, you know, a team that's not as like they they lost to Southampton one nothing, number or, six in the table. Would they lose seven great. seven nothing to what team was that? Is it Aston Villa? No, was it? Uh, <laughs> I can't. A day I never want to remember. It happened earlier this season. I can't even remember what team I it was. I loved it. It was, it was terrible. Couldn't stand that. Loved every bit of that. So we're we're getting. More and more games. We're about a little over halfway through the season, and our, I think that City is positioning themselves very well, and they're going to make a run. And they're sitting in the fifth spot right now, but that, I don't think that's how it's going to end. Do you think Spurs can pop up? They can pop back into this or no? Do you think they have a chance? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you have to keep in mind that two of these teams that are, or no, yeah, two of these teams that are in the top four have played sixteen games, or seventeen games. Sorry, and I played at sixteen. Not to mention Man City has played 15, so, I mean, give, taking that into consideration, 
I could see a very different table outlook when all these teams have played the same amount of games. Could. That's what I would like to say. Could. I mean, just, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it all depends on the matchups that are, you know, like Liverpool's got a couple big matchups coming up here. They play uh, United, Burnley, and then they play the Spurs again. So that's three big games. And then about six or seven games away, they they're play Leicester and City again. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, these these big games, the, the best part about this year is everything is so close. I mean, everyone's points away. Liverpool sits on top at 33 with United with 33 points. And then also, you know, the next, the 10th team in the table has, which is West Ham has 26. Now West Ham's probably not going to win the league, but Chelsea sits at nine with 26. There's three teams that sit at 26 points. You have four teams that sit at 29 and the rest are in the thirties. So we have to keep in mind that the table Man United is tight. and Liverpool have the same, same amount of points with Man United playing one less game. I know. I, I am keeping that in mind. That's what well, my, my, my point is that it's very close. Awesome. Teams are dropping and adding games like crazy. It's it's wild. It's true. So I'm curious on why they like all, all over the place, but I don't know. I mean it's the EPL, so you never know what they're how they're scheduling games. Yeah, well they're scheduling games. They got the cup games. I don't like saying this word, but COVID throwing that in there and the season, the shortness of it, and they're trying to you know, there's just a lot going on. I think that they're and a lot of players, you know, on Liverpool were injured, so they can't maintain their, you know, dominant success that they had this year. And City took a step back and they're they lose to bum teams randomly and then they'll play great against the big clubs. And they're they're sitting in the fifth spot. So we'll see. I think going forward, there's really only a couple teams that actually do have a chance to win the league. Chelsea has backs backsliding against some of the big clubs and they're getting owned, which is surprising, but our prediction wasn't that Chelsea would be good right away. We talked about in the beginning of the year, could Chelsea win the league with the league or the table? And it seems like the table is winning against Chelsea right now. That was one of our episodes. You can go back and listen to it. We did talk about this, but the reason why we talked about Chelsea is because they had a lot of big signings. But what holds true in soccer is always what? Chemistry. They have. They need time to get to know each other. Lampard and the coaching, it's going to take probably a few years, to be honest, and it's not going to happen overnight. Whereas you're starting to see some of these other teams. Manchester United added a piece. They added Bruno Fernandes, which has completely changed their entire roster, helping everyone, not making Pogba the center of the midfield anymore and allowing him to just be a player instead of, you know, the person everyone's trying to make him be, you know, the superstar of the Field team. general. Yeah, and he's not. That's not who he is. He's a really good player, but he, he's not that. Bruno Fernandes is taking that role on like it's nothing. He loves it. And he's... Just you see him out on the pitch. He's he leads the entire team. That's why Manchester United is playing better. They added one piece that made their team better. Where Chelsea added a bunch of pieces and they're restyling their team. They pretty much revamped their entire team. In the future, I think that they're going to be good. But right now, you know, time time will tell. Tottenham is very interesting. They can win the league as well. They should be poised to win the league and have a chance at it. I'll be very disappointed in Tottenham if they don't if they slip. Like they should be positioning themselves along with Leicester to be competitive for the rest of the year. I will I will be disappointed if they don't keep pace. You're, you're, you're playing against a hurt Liverpool team and United is coming on and City, like you have an opportunity to maybe win the league. You got Leicester and Tottenham need to be in the forefront battling for if this. If there is one time for them to win the Prem, it's this year. It's this year. It's this year. They have the opportunity. 100%. These other teams are going to slip up. Liverpool will slip up, City will slip up, and 
take advantage of it. City has already slipped up, and that's why you have to be careful and win your big games because City will not slip up probably much more for the rest of the year. Just saying. They're starting to streak and play well. Good luck. Don't mess up, Tom. back, baby. Let's go. All right. Well, this is all we have time for here at Project Sports. want to thank all my fans, listeners, subscribers, Facebook users, Instagram people. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Really appreciate it. Um, Hit me up on all the social medias if you guys have anything you want me to talk about. We're going to have some cool content coming down the line. Uh, And we'll talk about the NFL as it comes to a close here all the way up until February and get some episodes out to you. I'll probably be solo on some of the episodes and bring on some guests. I will be returning to my hometown. Maybe I'll get some guests on the show while I'm there. But also, um, thanks, Brandon, for coming on. I really appreciate it, man. It's no problem. All go right. Bills. Go Bills, huh? Yeah, go Bucks. Let's go, Brady. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs> <laughs>